Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up? It's another episode. I'm surprised I'm still going. I thought I was going to be done after the first one, but I'm actually doing it and I'm very surprised. So thank you if you've listened in. If you're new here, uh, this is Talentless Talent with Kylie Dills. Just a big old disclaimer. My mics became unplugged. Okay, I unplugged my mic so I could listen to something and then I never plugged it back in. So if you're able to bear this on MacBook microphone, I love you. Thank you. This is really hard. I'm embarrassed. Anyway, enjoy. It's Talentless Talent with Kylie Hughes. episode, I talked to Cody about his leather talents, um, and a lot has changed since then. I got a new microphone. I learned how to play garage band. Uh, my friends have critiqued and finished up intros, so it's super duper cool. The new mics um, are not from Amazon for $10. I think I upgraded, and that's really exciting. I also went through a journey of my own with leather. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, working with Cody and making something of my own to see if it would be something that I would be good at. Absolutely not. Nope. Mm -mm. Leather is not for me. I don't think I could ever do that. It was a lot. Let's, Let's just say that. So yeah, we're back with episode number three, and we actually have some gear. We have some setup, and I'm really excited. The The first set of mics I bought were the size of my pinky, and they look like a sad little ice cream cone. I decided to, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to actually do it, and I went and I bought some real mics. I bought a recorder. I have no idea what it does. It's just this super fancy box that you can um, attach two mics to so we don't have to share a mic when people come to interview and talk to me. So that's cool. Um, Yeah, so I got one of those. Been messing with GarageBand a lot, so I'm trying to figure that out. 
technology. I never realized that it would be as in-depth. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be an independent woman. I don't need anybody's help. I'm going to figure this out all by myself. And the moment that I got my microphones, I was like, Cody, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I've used a lot of YouTube videos to help, and I cannot get past their voices at all. I start to watch it and God forbid if you do an IT video, you know, you have a certain clientele and it's definitely not a 26 year old woman who's trying to be independent and learn something new who's never done anything like this before in their life. And the one that ended up working really well for me was just no, no voices, no faces, just words on a screen. So I guess that's my learning. That's how I learn. And no offense to the techie people who post those videos. I have a lot of respect for you because, you know, that's your niche. That's your thing. So I can't really talk too much about that other than it drove me up the fucking wall to finally find a video I enjoy. But I did. I found one. I figured out how things work. So we're actually here. We're in it. And I uh, spent way too much money on this stuff for me to never use it. So I think this is a good motor motivator. Um, so question out there. With your talent, do you go out and spend a fuck ton of money so you make sure you keep doing it? Because I think that might be that might be a factor. If I went and I dropped seven hundred dollars on paint sets, that seems like a lot of money for paint. I don't know how much paint costs. I've never bought paint. But if you go out and you spend a lot of money on like paint, you know, it, does that motivate you more to use it? Because that's a lot of money and I can't throw this away. I have to at least use it like four times so I can actually get some use out of it. So yeah, here we are, new equipment. Maybe I sound better. Maybe you won't hear fire engines going by. So today I am going to talk about those leather endeavors, leather endeavor, endeavor and leather. And I'm drinking wine for this and it is the Sauvignon Blanc, which is the wine that Kristen drinks from Vanderpump Rules, and I get why she drinks it, because um, it gets you pretty litty pretty quick. Tastes bad. They said to drink it with shellfish, so the closest thing that I had to shellfish was one of those Smart One microwave meals. It was chicken alfredo, and it pretty, paired pretty well. Pasta, pasta, seafood go together, so... I figured this pasta and this wine would go together well. But I have no idea how anything about this wine. I don't know the percentage. I think there are pears in it. Gooseberry, maybe. I have the bottle. And it is actually Vibrant Lemon Nectarine. I didn't get any of that out of there. Pear with oysters. I'm not rich. Can't do that. Can't do that at all. But I have no idea what the percentage is. It doesn't say it, so I guess that means it's fancy. There's a year on it, which is cool. So I guess I'm really out here drinking fancier wine than I've ever drank before. This was a $7 bottle of wine, uh, which is a $1 upper than what I usually get, which is barefoot Moscato, because I cannot do dry wines. But this is actually a dry wine. I'm actually drinking it for once. And I, I, like I said, I don't know anything about it. So I didn't even know how to pronounce it. So I, I googled how to pronounce Sauvignon non Blanc. And the sweetest little, little Frenchman video that came up showed me how to say it. And then he tried to show me how to say it in 
French and then I butchered it and then I came on here and now it's recorded of me butchering it and me telling him that I looked up his video. So I am very sorry, French man on YouTube, for, for messing up the pronunciation. Your video did nothing for me. I even read the bottle and it did absolutely nothing for me. But that's what I'm drinking today. I think the last time we were drinking some whiskey gingers. I wasn't, Cody was, I was drinking White Falls. And I just feel so much better drinking wine on a weekday than anything else because last night we had nothing to drink in the house. We didn't even have a soda or anything. And I was like, Cody, make, can you make me a drink with one of those whiskeys? So he made me a drink and he brought it over and it just felt like I was 40 years old, divorced. And my wife kicked me out of my house and it's a Wednesday and I'm drinking whiskey. This isn't fun. There's something fun about drinking whiskey on Wednesdays. Unless you're in a bar. I don't know, I can't, that's just too risky to me. I just feel like my life would be a downward spiral. No offense, Cody, because he drinks whiskey on weekdays, but I don't know, it's too much. So I just feel like having, and when I say a glass of wine, it is a cup that holds half of a bottle. So if I'm like, oh yeah, last night I had two, two glasses of wine, people are like, oh wow, she's sophisticated. Yeah, no, I, I drank a whole bottle of wine last night. That's what happened. So don't get it twisted. <laughs> and I only had one glass of whiskey, but yet it made me feel so bad. And it's not like I got drunk or anything. It was so strong and it, there was a fire in my belly that I didn't want on a Wednesday. And the entire time I was drinking it, I was just thinking about how I had to get up and go to work in the morning. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, learn something very heartbreaking that had nothing to do with Vanderpump Rules, but that's where my mind went when I looked at my wine. So anyway, yeah, I went to go watch it the other night because that's what I do. I binge it and I go and I click play or I, I get on the PlayStation. You don't just click play. Um, so I get, we use it on our PS4 and I go into Hulu and it says, you've been logged out. What does this, what do you mean? The only way that we've ever had Hulu is about five years ago. Cody's little brother came down to visit and he logged us into his dad's Hulu. So we've been banking on that for some time. And now it's gone and I have about four more episodes left in season seven of Vanderpump Rules. So it was stolen from me and I don't know what has happened with the gang and Stassi. And if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, I'm so sorry. Nobody signed up for this. I didn't sign myself up for it. And you should probably go and watch it because it's really, really good. I wasn't expecting it, but I've been a big fan of like trash reality TV for as long as I've lived. Like for the love of Flavor Flav, his whole entire fiasco. I love New York. The spinoffs were beautiful. When Punkin spit on New York, amazing absolute genius. I don't know how anybody could execute anything any better than anything that has ever happened in the world. Real Housewives, Atlanta, Real Housewives, New York, Real Housewives, Beverly Hills. Love them all. So here's fun fact. One of my talents is just binge watching trashy reality TV and not understanding why that can't be me on the screen. I just don't have the energy. I'm exhausted all the time. There's no way that you could put me in a room with 20 other women and be okay. 
I would lose all of my momentum the third day and I would just shut myself in and hope to God that they pick me at the end because you know they're getting money and then possibly get my own spinoff where it's just me in a room by myself. Yeah, so Vanderpump Rules is gone out of my life. So we've moved on to picking up Shameless where we left off. So that's where I'm at in life right now in my hobby slash talent of watching terrible TV. Shameless is going pretty well. I'm not going to go all into Shameless. That was that was a lot about trash TV. So, uh, hell yeah, trash TV. Shout out to you. I am currently, yeah, moving into a new position. I just got back from vacation um, two weeks ago. Not two weeks ago. Two days ago. What? Two days ago. So I've been really, like, disoriented, not understanding um, what's happening. I got back and I'm like, everything's different. I don't know what's going on. So that's, that's been difficult to get back into the swing of things. But yes, we went on vacation during the coronavirus. I don't feel bad about it because I was really safe and we were very much distance. We didn't really touch anything or go anywhere that was crowded. So I don't feel bad. I don't. I had to get out for a little while. I washed my hands a lot. I wore a mask everywhere I went. So my mom really wanted to go because she is obsessed with Little House on the Prairie. Obsessed is a big word, but she she loves Little House on the Prairie. It's just, you know, you read it when you were younger. Now you want to go and experience it. My mom really wanted to go see where she was born. Conveniently, right next to the Mississippi River. And I was super excited about that because I liked Mark Twain when I was younger. That was a big thing with him and steamboats and stuff. So, yeah, we went to Pepin, Wisconsin, and I bought a lot of cheese curds. I got taco cheese curds. Didn't even know those existed. Hot buffalo, garlic, sour cream, and onion. Delicious. It was really exciting. And we went to a cooperative which I guess is where a bunch of farmers milk their cows and send their products there. I don't know. Do they make it there? Do they just send it there? Why wouldn't they just... I don't, I don't understand. But it's all local. Like, all the cheese was made, like, the day before. And I've never experienced that before. I don't know what fresh is. I've tried to grow vegetables, and they have died. I think I've ate one fresh tomato in my adult life that I grew myself. Actually, my neighbor grew it, and she let me have one. So... But it was in my backyard, so I take credit for that. I did watch it through Tate into uh, the tomato plant that I then ate. It was just really neat. And then the gas stations had cheese curds as snacks. And that was interesting. But I did DoorDash our first night and ordered deep fried cheese curds because why not? I am just as American as everybody else. And yes, I can just go get the regular cheese, but deep fried cheese curds, there's something about them. And it's not like your greasy mozzarella sticks from your bar. They're legitimate, delicious. I don't know why they, I don't know why that would make mozzarella sticks illegitimate. Cheese curds, deep fried, gotta try it. From Wisconsin, Wisconsin only. But we did cross over the Mississippi and went to Minnesota, and it was just a blast. It was a lot of fun. So it was really cool to experience all of that. And um, my mom, she builds uh, dollhouses. And I was like, Dude, I'm, I'm starting a podcast. Uh, do you want to talk about things on it? 
and she was super excited. So Mama Dills might be coming to Talentless Talent. We might have her here. Yeah, so that was really exciting, and it was like the first time me and my mom went on a trip like that by ourselves for that long of a time. Usually my dad's there, brothers or significant others, whatever. So it was really interesting to get to do that and see different things. I got to see cranberry bogs for the first time. That was super sick. And we were just driving. I think I got us lost. <sighs> that sounds right. Even with GPS, I... No, I got off the exit because we saw something about a cranberry festival, but it was the last week. And so then I was just driving around these back-ass Wisconsin roads, and it was just a red field. I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, those are bogs. And yeah, they, it was just, it was crazy. It wasn't like normal fields with me being from like Ohio, you know, it's just soybeans or wheat or corn. It's just these like bright red fields and it felt weird and unnatural. And I didn't know cranberries grew in the ground. I, I guess they grow on vines on the ground and then they flood it and people pick it. I don't know. Is that a talent? Is growing cranberries a talent? If, if you know a cranberry bogger, give them my number because I want to meet you and I want to know what it's like having the best set of kidneys to ever have because all you do is ingest cranberries. I also think that's kind of stereotypical to say that anybody who has a talent in, indulges in their talent. So maybe they hate cranberries, but they're just good at farming them. We saw the cranberry bogs and we went to the little cabin on the wayside which I guess is where the little prairie lady was born. Her and then there were four others, I would say, her two sisters and her mom and her dad. I've never read the books, and I've never watched the show. But I did promise my mom I would. She didn't ask me to, but I was like, I should do it. So I did say that I would. So I'll know more about that next week. Talentless talent. It's all about Little House on the Prairie. You're going to learn so much. So we went there. And then the GPS was like, we'll take you the fastest route. And of course, I always listen to the GPS. I am a millennial and I am a glutton for punishment. Is that the right phrase? Gluttony for punishment? Anyway, so we go and it's all county roads. It's like you're going to turn on County Road D, and County Road I, County Road J. We get to County Road J and I'm like, the, the road stops. There's no road. I was like, no, that's a dirt road. I was like, I can't. I can't drive on that. I have a I have a Corolla. There's no four wheel drive in this. It's a it's a Corolla. What do you mean drive on the dirt road? It's like just go. It'll be fine. Your car's fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm stressed out. She's like, we had dirt roads growing up. I'm like, God, how old are you? What do you mean? I thought roads were invented a long time ago. Why are there still dirt roads? My car got covered in dirt. We get to the the cabin. Nobody's there. I don't I don't know who would visit a cabin in October in Wisconsin. There was like a foot of snow on the ground. There was a 25 degree difference between Covington and Pepin, Wisconsin. My mom, that's who that's who would, and me with her. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it because when I got back, it felt hot. It was like a heat wave. I was wearing three coats up there. And then I got back here and it was fine. And now it's just been raining constantly. And it has been 
a huge bummer, which is probably why I was okay with drinking whiskey on a Wednesday. But it has. It's been very, very sad. I'm trying to get over that. And um, I mentioned in the first episode that my hobby could be beaver videos. And I thought that would have been taken in a very weird way that I didn't want anybody to take it. I had to think about that for a long time. Whatever. There was a video today of a beaver eating cabbage and it was cute and I want one and I want to see one in real life. And if I could die after seeing a beaver, I wouldn't be completely happy, but I would almost be there. It, would, it, it wouldn't be the tipping point, but it would get me there. So I really want to see a beaver in real life. What if I'm really good with beavers? Like, what if I went to a zoo and they're like, we have a beaver exhibit. And they just were like, queen. That would be really cool. I want a pet beaver. God, why did we have to use beaver as slang for vagina? Is it because beavers are cute? But you don't describe a vagina as cute. That's just predatory. Why? Who took that innocent animal and made it into a dirty name? Now, I understand cock because roosters are evil. They are the epitome of evil. Fuck the roosters. Evil things. One time when I was in elementary school, I had a black cat named Steve. He got out. He was an outside-inside cat. The rooster next door, which we lived on Pleasant Valley, but not like the one that's close to this, like, I guess it's a Route 50? I don't know. But we live like closer to the city of Chillicothe, but our neighbors had roosters which I see that in Covington now all the time. Every single person in Covington has chickens. But but the rooster got out and pecked a hole in my cat Steve's head. So I'm just not a fan of that. I really think um, whoever uh, named Cock was, they hit the nail on the head. Good job. But Beaver, I don't know. Every time I'm like, hey, I watched a Beaver video, I don't want somebody to think I'm a pervert. It's not right. It's not right because I fucking love them. It's not cool. Oh, it's so sad. Got my new equipment. Um, and then we have a spare room in our apartment that we have been renting out for like the last four years. And I use the word rent very lightly. That's part of my life I don't want to get into because that goes into a lot of, um, things that I have to work on on myself. Like just, Closing off and never talking to somebody ever again. And that's my own problem. And I know that's an issue and I've been working on it. Therapy or podcast? I picked podcast, so here we are. Not sorry about it. Anyway, we've had roommates in every apartment that we lived in. Okay, we've lived in two apartments. But we lived in our one apartment for four and a half years. We probably had three roommates when we lived there. And then we lived in this apartment in Covington for since 2017 so three years four years i can't do math but we have had three roommates uh one moved out in november of 2019 so this room has just been sitting pretty much where it was left we got everything back to the way that it was and i've been kind of making it my little den and i feel bad because (laughs) I just was like, all right, Cody, you you get the bedroom. You can put the desk in there. Nobody goes in the bedroom. It's allowed in there because it's right by the road. Somehow we're on the busiest road in the world and it's cold. And we found out the reason why it was cold for so long because it would get so cold in the winter. Like I'm talking about like six blankets, 
I'm wearing two pairs of socks, two pants, and that was when the heat worked. And it just felt drafty in there. And then last year, we were laying in bed, and it just felt like the wind was blowing on our faces. And Cody got up and looked, and our window has been open for the past three years that we have lived here. At the top, we have these old-ass windows, and they open at the top, I guess, and they have been open the entire time. So I suffered for years for no reason because we never bothered to just look and see if the window might be open. We just laid there and was like, well, this is the life we live, baby. Uh, so I was able to transform this room into uh, my own little den and Cody has since moved his desk out of the bedroom. It's now in the living room and it looks a lot better. I'm really proud of like our decorative skills. We've come a long way since Eastgate because in Eastgate, we <laughs> we just had like posters from records that we would just put up there with glue dots. No frames, nothing. Just fuck it. Put it up there with a glue dot. It'll be fine. And then it would fall down. I mean, I did try really hard to decorate our old apartment. It, it was very much so, I can't afford frames, so we're just gonna go with it. So I've tried really hard, and this room's coming together. I actually bought hanging shelves. I have bookcases with stuff on them, and I have art on the walls. I hung up a mirror that I found at Goodwill for 15 bucks, and it might be cursed, but it's fine because it's huge, and it looks really good. And I have some some lights, of course. I have the cheesy little fairy lights, but it's I love them. When I go into a house and I see fairy lights, I'm like, I fuck with you. That's cute. I'm okay with that. And then I bought the Last Supper picture at the thrift store with the mirror. And it was just calling to me. It's like, you should buy this. I have no idea. I'm not religious. So I bought it, and then I glued skeleton faces to everybody and I haven't been struck down by lightning yet so I think it's fine yeah so this room's really really coming together I gotta talk about my leather oh my gosh is this gonna happen every time oh my god okay so me and Cody were just chilling and I was like all right I gotta I gotta do a leather piece I I don't know what you do I have no idea I have no clue and I'm gonna videotape the entire endeavor um so of course, after I got done, I watched the video. I was like, I have to speed this up because my facial expressions says everything about this experience. It is hard. He gets out everything. You have to make your own fucking stencil. And all I did was make a little lighter holder. But you have to make your own stencil. I'm not good at anything. So why do you think I would be good at making my own stencil? But he had faith in me. And he was rooting me on. I was like, that's really good. That's really good. It, it wasn't. But it did end up making the shape after we finessed it a little bit. <sighs> it's hard. That's all I have to say. That's it. Goodbye. Have a great night. No, it is, though. It's really, really hard. I can't express it enough. I just, all I can do is say it's hard over and over and over again. It is difficult. And he brought out all of his tools. I'm, like, grabbing everything. Like, yeah, this is going to be great. And grabbed a ruler and that's when it started to get not so fun and grabbed the die and we got to it we made a stencil um I feel like I repressed it like I did a lot of my high school and elementary school memories so I don't remember a lot of it <laughs> but 
I do know after the dyeing part was really cool because you had to use a little sponge, brush it over the leather and you get to watch it turn color and like wipe it dry. And, and that's really neat. And I use it every day. After I dyed it, I was like, I want to carve something into it. And Cody looked me dead in the eye and said, are you sure? That's going to add a whole nother level of hard to it. And I said, fuck it. I made it this far. It's already this hard. Let's do it. Without my mind even thinking like, okay, you already think this is hard. Why don't you just finish it? I mean, you should be proud of a finished product. You don't have to be so hardcore that you're going to do some other skill in the middle of doing something you've never done before. And I don't know if that's what happens when I try anything. That might be it. That might be why I give up because I'm like, you know what? This is hard. I'm going to make it fucking harder. Yeah, Kylie, that's going to make you really want to do it. <laughs> it's so sad because it's true. So that was fine. He got out the book, taught me how to carve. Hideous. My carving was ugly because he was like, it makes shadows. I'm like, I don't understand shadows. I don't understand it. I don't understand shading. I don't get it. I don't get how you make something that is two-dimensional look 3D. Do you remember the boxes? I remember the boxes, the squares. Anyway, I don't understand it. So you use something called a bevel and you beat that into it to make a shadow on whatever you carved into it. And you use something called a swivel knife, which I like those. It's like rollerblading on leather. It was fun. I was really bad at that because you have to like keep it in one swift motion. And I kept picking it up, which is what you're not supposed to. Okay, so I had to stop in the middle of what I was saying because I happened to look down and realized that the new fucking mic I bought wasn't plugged in. So I'm sorry if 35 minutes of the podcast is recorded through my MacBook. I don't know what to do. And I was really on a fucking roll there. You know, it's fine. I'm not going to know. I'm going to, I'm going to post it. This is the end for me. I mean, nobody like, I'm not expecting anybody to listen, but if they were, this is where they're like, all right, I'm out. It was cool, but fuck, man, that hurt. I'm crying. I'm not okay. Anyway, back to the leather. So <laughs> I'm so upset. So yeah, I ended up using a swivel tool. We carved into it. It was super sick. I mean, I got to stitch. Stitching was hard. I have really sweaty hands, like really sweaty hands. It's called Palmer hyperhidrosis and... I can't do much because of how much my hands sweat. And the only th way to really resolve it is to get Botox in my hands, which fucking hurts. And some insurance pays for it. Some doesn't. I don't know. That's too much for me. You have to take the needle and you have to pull it through the leather. And these are a specific kind of needle. They're dull for the leather. And you have to use a mallet to beat holes. So you use a mallet and a fork thing. I don't, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I don't think Cody knew. On my podcast, I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> but you have to use this fork thing to beat the holes into it. The holes wouldn't sometimes be big enough. I have to light a cigarette because I am so stressed out about the mic situation. I was so excited, too. It's fine. Oh, man. I guess. See, and I was wondering why the lines on the screen moved up like volume wise really high when I banged on the table 
And then 25 minutes later, I figured it out. Ah, okay. So every time I would go and grab the needle, it would slip through my hands. I would try really hard to pull and then I would have to like stab it over and over again to get the needle through it. And it was just so much work. (laughs) I felt like I was doing a chore and I don't, I don't know what's relaxing about it. I guess the finished product was cool, but every time I look at it, I'm like, I, I, there was so much sweat involved and I just don't want to get that sweaty. It's too much for me. Like right now I have a window cracked. I have a fan on, uh, because I refuse to, to get sweaty because I already spent six months sweating involuntarily. So why would I want to sweat voluntarily? Like it's cold now. I should ever have to sweat ever again until it gets warm again. The finished project, I made it, it's on my Instagram and you can watch the video of me going through it and doing it. And it was a lot of fun. I was really excited about it and I use it every single day. You can do it um, to go watch the video. I finally figured out my Instagram handle because I figured if I'm plugging shit, might as well plug my Instagram. I'm not plugging anything except my Instagram, but yeah, so you can check that out. It's just a video of me and Cody doing it and smoking in our kitchen, um, which we only do when we're drunk. And that's very few and far between because we are responsible and we don't... There's nothing irresponsible about getting drunk. If you're an adult and can handle it, you're fine. Anyway, I'm not even going to act like I was saying something and going somewhere because I wasn't. And maybe the mic's not plugged in and it'll just shut me up like it should have 10 minutes ago. Making the leather was really cool. Um, I can see why people would get into that just because like that is such a nifty craft to be able to do, to be able to just look at your finished product and be like, whoa, that is my product. I did that. Don't catch me making anything leather anytime soon. But I did ask Cody to let me be a social media manager. Not like I'm good at it. I had like 10 followers on every platform, but I did ask him. So that way we can promote stuff. And if he wants to sell his little leather doodads, he can. And he said no. So I'm not going to be doing that anytime soon. And I think it's because I would change all of his social media tags to leather daddy without his permission. And I don't think that's what he wants to be branded as. But I say rock it. I think it would be really cool, really, really fascinating. I say do it. Go along with it. Be leather daddy. Just live your life and make that money. Um, I'm really excited for the next episode. I don't know where I'm going with this, but hopefully I figure out how to fucking plug in a mic before I do go somewhere with it. Saturday, I ordered some bread from North South Bakery. It's the best place. Then I'm going to a socially distanced event because it's Halloween. This probably won't come out until like way after Halloween. So I got to get my life together. It was my first time doing like a group event and getting together in like six months. And I mean, these are, these are six people. They, nobody is positive for COVID. And then I'm like, if you're, if you're sick, the day of the event, don't go sell your ticket or something. I don't know. I don't just don't do it. That was, that was so stressful. I fucked up. I forgot that we had to buy tickets and then I waited till last minute. So what today's Thursday that events in two. Yeah. I just bought our tickets today. So I'm glad it's not sold out. Also, I don't have a fucking costume. I have no idea what I'm going as. And the past five years I've had really good costumes. 
So I'm probably just going to go as myself. Insert funny joke about how myself is scarier than a normal costume. Did I make it mall? Did I make it? No, that was, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Just edit that out. That's happening Saturday. I'm hoping to talk to some people that like are in the music scene. You know, my, my friend made my intro, my friend James Shields, that's at Modern Spirits on Instagram. He made my intro. I'd love, uh, we're going to set up a time to talk uh, about producing and all the endeavors he does. He does all kinds of stuff. I just want to talk to people that are in the music field. I want to talk to people that are in the fitness field. Uh, talk to people that paint and bake. Ooh, that's an idea. What if I talk to the bakery people? If they're listening to this, if they ever listen to this, I don't know. I, I am officially embarrassed. Weird. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to do that because I believe in that shit, even though some people don't. Some people think it's a fraud and blah, blah, blah. I am manifesting it. I'm going to go pick up my cookies and my cruffins and my spooky brownie. And I'm going to be like, look, you bake. I do a podcast. (laughs) You want to be on my podcast? My coworker today said he would. That would be cool. Alvin, shout out to you. You're coming on this, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just want to go. Um, into that vibe. I finally figured out what my order is going to be, what my schedule is going to be, how this is going to go. Uh, so I'm going to secure my next guest and hopefully I can have my mom on here. That would be so cute. I mean, I could talk to her about anything, but I'm just going to ask her about my childhood a lot and why I am the way that I am because I have no routine. Why is it that I'm 26 and I get absolute panic attacks if I go to the same gas station more than two days in a row. After the second day, I'm like, they know what cigarettes I smoke. I have to leave. I can never come back here. So I have to wait a good six months before I can come back. And when it comes to bars, I never go to the same bar over and over again. And then COVID happened and I could just never make a routine of that. I can't drink the same drink every day. I have to have uh, Coke Zero today. And then for the next two days, I'll have diet Dr. Pepper, whatever. The only consistency that I have in my life, and I'm okay with this, the only consistency I have is my animals because they've been with me forever and they do the same shit every day, but they get weird. I don't know what that means. That's some like weird psyche shit. Again, saying it one last time, I chose a podcast, not therapy. Because with therapy, I don't... I don't know. It's kind of like a chiropractor. They keep you fucked up so you can keep coming back. I don't trust it. I should trust it, but I don't. If you do go to therapy, though, I think that's really powerful. It freaks me out. I get too scared. And that's that routine. Like, if I have to go to a therapist every Wednesday, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. I'm going to blow it off for no reason. Maybe they can teach me why I don't have a routine. I don't know. It's not like I can wake up at the same time every morning, drink the same coffee every morning. I didn't smoke the same kind of cigarettes until like seven years after I started smoking. I would have a different pack of cigarettes every single day. That, that is something that is wrong with me. That, that is not, that's not normal. Is that normal? Please let me know if that's normal because I just, I can't do it. I can't walk into the same gas station. I can't walk into the same bar. I would never be able to go to the same restaurant, eat the same kind of food. I just can't do it. I just can't. Oh, so that wraps it up. 
I guess. I, was I summarizing anything? I don't know. I'm really sad about the mic thing, but at least you got to hear some of it with the new mic. We're never going to talk. I'm never. We are never talking about this again. I can't. It's too much. It's too embarrassing. I had one job. It was to put my face in front of a mic and talk for an hour. This is, I blew it. (laughs) This is the end. I'm never releasing another episode again. Oh God, this is the demise. I thought it would go a little bit longer. No, I didn't. I thought I would be done after the last one. I need to have more faith in myself. Whatever. All right, cool. So next episode, we're going to have a special guest on. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Hit me up on the Insta. And if you want to see that video of me making the leather product, it's just this cute little time lapse and just some more about my life. It's uh, K-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-L-I-T-T-Z. That's four Ys. Huh. Why did I, I made that so nobody at work could find me. So good job, Kylie. Good job, past Kylie. If you want to see my life and my endeavors, you can follow me on there and there'll be podcast content on there. Of course, if you have any questions or anything you'd like to hear from an up and coming guest, hop in them DMs. Let me know. I would love to do that. Cody and me just kind of went very improv with it. I had nothing planned except the jar of pickles. No, I had nothing planned for that. We just kind of went with it. And I've already heard everything he's ever said about leather. So it was like I was getting the conversation again. And then I got it a third time. I am just involved in the leather community now. Fuck him being leather daddy. That is now my new social media. Catch me making leather products, baby. Not happening. That shit is way too hard. So anyway, follow me on the socials. Let me know if you have any questions, comments, or an idea for our next guest. I love humans, so just send them my way. I'll talk to them. I love people who do cool shit. Thanks for tuning in. That's Talentless Talent. I look forward to seeing you, I guess, talking to you on the next episode.